And welcome to the Bundesliga Connection with Chris Harrington on the SL Podcast in partnership with DW Berlin. It's time for the latest from Germany's domestic football league, the Bundesliga and more. For that, we are joined by Chris Harrington from our partner station Deutsche Welle in Berlin, Germany. Chris, a lot has happened since last week. Bayern Munich defeated Dortmund in the German Super Cup, giving head coach Julian Nagelsmann his first title. Following that defeat, Dortmund doubled up and fell to Freiburg in the league. Yeah, Bayern Julian Nagelsmann, his first title. The German Super Cup, but Nagelsmann himself even acknowledged it doesn't mean much. It's a one-off. You know, most of the time titles, you have to win in succession many games to earn a title. Well, you know, it, it was a step in the right direction. The matchup, I, I thought going in, Dortmund would be a lot tougher considering how they looked, you know, in their season opener. But uh, Robert Lewandowski proved too much in the German Cup. He's the best striker of today versus the best striker of tomorrow, Allen Holland. But uh, Allen Holland didn't even come through. It was their captain, Marco Royce, who converted a goal. You know, this situation, um, you know, pretty much showed the league the difference where Byron is and where Dortmund is, despite, you know, how they looked in that season opener, you know, but then fast forward to the situation, you know, versus Freiburg, you know, um, I expect a lot more from Dortmund. You know, the one thing about the Dortmund is, you know, once Dortmund deals with a setback, it's almost like they crumble, not taking anything away from Freiburg, you know, what they managed to do in the black forest, but um, Dortmund, looks to have this on-off switch, and this time it was off. You know, Dortmund fell to a surprise 2-1 defeat. You know, I don't think anyone necessarily saw that coming, you know, uh, especially, you know, after um, how they looked against Frankfurt, you know, in their offense, how many goals they converted. The best player on the pitch, you know, uh, was um, Bellingham. He looked the best. He got the closest to converting a goal, but, you know, they weren't. Now the score is a bit deceiving. 2-1, you'd think Dortmund scored, but no, it was an own goal you know, by uh, Yannick uh, Keitel. So uh, Dortmund definitely have to go back to the drawing board. Marco Royce have, has to get it together. You know, I, I think when you look at Alan Holland's face, if you go back and look at the highlights, he looks definitely dejected and he looks demotivated. And you definitely don't want to demotivate your biggest star. You know, you, you want to get the pieces together, get the game plan right, tighten up on defense and just perform like you can, like your roster suggests you can at least. So you know, they have some upward mobility to do. Staying with Dortmund and their star player, Erling Haaland, there have been reports that the striker could depart sooner than later. Chris, would you be so kind to please fill us in? Yeah, you know, uh, the latest reports are that it could be January, the winter transfer window. The release clause, you know, has been going back and forth. It's it, it suggested to be around 60 million, 64 around this ballpark. And if that is the case, a lot of teams will pounce on that opportunity you know Ellen Holland I think one thing that could keep him closer to Dortmund is their success and if they're not succeeding you know just imagine um you, you know with the Champions League and so forth all of these things you know I, I think they do run a risk you know Dortmund before other teams were salivating at the idea of Ellen Holland joining them the price tag was astronomical it was like 150 million you know, but now this reduction I think other teams you just look around of the bigger leagues I mean man City's Missing a striker soon. Maybe he goes there. You know, even uh, Manchester United as well. You know, um, there are many possible destinations for a striker at his level. You know, um, obviously, this is just uh, smoke and mirrors at this point. Nothing's been finalized. You know, but I do think 
Dortmund are going to have to convince him, you know, collectively, and they're going to have to start performing because everyone wants to be associated with the winner. If they're losing, we've seen this in the past. The stars at Dortmund get, you know, kind of uh, sidetracked, and then they end up leaving anyway. So let's see if history repeats itself with Holland. Back to Bayern Munich here, Chris. The defending champions hosted Cologne. Yeah, they got the 3-2 victory. I mean, it really was a goal bonanza, you know, somewhat. Chef Gnabry, you know, says Gnabry stole the show. He's cooking like he can. He does his signature cooking celebration when he does convert. And I'll tell you, his two goals, remarkable. His first goal, the way he jumped and converted, just shows his athleticism, not taking anything away from Lewandowski, who scored a goal, you know, but Gnabry really stepped up. I mean, typically with the goals that Lewandowski produces, you you don't see so much production from the others. That doesn't mean they can't step up and give you goals when they need to. Gnabry did that. And uh, a shout-out to Jamal Musiala. If you go back and look at that assist he provided for Lewandowski, you know, that young man and, and, and the roster itself, even uh, Nicolas Zula, you know, tried to show off his offensive skill sets in front of goal. He didn't convert. But, you know, the team looks good. But with Anthony Modest scoring, Mark Ut scoring, the way they did score, Definitely, there are a lot of holes in that Bayern defense. I mean, the score is close, 3-2. And, you know, that's not looking so good uh, for Bayern moving forward. I do think that that is a signal to other clubs. They're going to study tapes and see, you know, where can we expose Bayern's weakness defensively. And I think teams will uh, take advantage. And they're just going to have to outscore the teams like they did against Cologne if they want to keep at the top of the table. Well, at least near the top of the table, near the top. Wolfsburg is the top. Chris, before I let you go, like always, what else has hit your radar this week and what are some of the fixtures coming up? Yeah, well, as an American, I would be remiss not to mention it was a special moment for Americans in the Bundesliga on Friday night. RB Leipzig's Jesse Marsh, an American coach, faced off with Pellegrino Matarazzo, a Stuttgart, also fellow American. First time ever Americans went head-to-head in the Bundesliga just to show that the sport is becoming more global. And uh, the Bulls ran all over Stuttgart in that one. Now, uh, coming up, Leipzig off their victory. They're heading to Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg looked really good. Wolfsburg are undefeated. They lead the table right now. Reed Labaku, you know, converted a goal in, in his new hairdo uh, in some corn rolls, some braids. He's looking good. That team, I expect that match to be a big one. Uh, Dortmund hosts Hoffenheim. You know, both sides were really explosive in their opening match. Dortmund's back at home. Typically, they're, you know, being at home does add some assistance. Maybe this is Dortmund's opportunity uh, to get back on track. Thank you very much for the Bundesliga update, Mr. Chris Harrington from our partner station Deutsche Welle in Berlin, Germany. Have a fantastic day further. Danke und auf Wiedersehen. The Bundesliga Connection is a team effort driven by the following incredible individuals. The show is hosted by Aidan Hewitt and Chris Harrington. It is produced by Chris Harrington. It is edited by Aidan Hewitt and Uli Presch. And graphics are provided by David Scullard.